Ever thought about how amazing it would be to have a price book with set prices for the work that you do? But you struggle to see how you could make it work because all your work is just so different. Tune into today's podcast where we bust open the myths around fixed pricing and discuss why this strategy is an absolute cracker for tradie-based businesses. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Alrighty, g'day team. TFJ here, Tony Fraser-Jones in the hot seat with the Profitable Tradie uh, Podcast here with my uh, sidekick and good mate, Phil Smith. How you doing, buddy? Always good, mate. Always good. Yep. Ready to roll. How's the, uh, the, the new addition to the team at home? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're going well. He's doing all right. So it's good. I found actually um, it's been the same, really. Like not a, not a whole lot of difference so far to the dynamic. So this is uh, Phil and Myers' third bubba. Yep, third one. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's been been pretty the same. I mean, our kids never slept, so we're getting it's no different. We're getting just as much no sleep as we got before. And uh, <laughs> and I mean, other than that, he really just sleeps and eats. So no extra dynamics. Probably the only thing is um. Yeah, our three-year-old is a bit sucky about not being the baby anymore. Which that happens. Um, yeah, there's a shift in the balance of power. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So she's um, exerting her power in other ways. Let's say. Um, mm. Yeah. You know, when you before you have your first kid, and if you're listening, you know you might experience this. You get all these books and stuff about how to have kids that sleep all night. Oh yeah, that's utter <laughs> bollocks, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not even a thing, is it? What you need to do is just uh, is just be extremely lucky, and then live your life. That's that's the formula. I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a thing. Anyway, that's a whole nother <laughs> pork barrel. What are we talking about today, buddy? Mate, we're talking about fixed pricing. Uh, basically, another way to look at that is is having a price book for your services. So, what is that? Well, basically, it's having a list of prices ready to go for the jobs that you do, rather than just uh, doing the doing and then figuring out what you'll charge a client based on the time and materials you used. So, depending on the type of work you do, it might be all or most or some of the work you do. But typically, we use those fixed uh, pricings uh, in a price book. Um, so lots of the time people freak out because when something goes wrong with a job and they lose money, uh, they're worried their fixed price is not actually going to cut the mustard. Uh, but today we're going to bust that right open and talk about how this actually can work really, really well uh, in most businesses. Yeah, yeah, it's a killer, um, a killer strategy, uh, and uh, we're going to you know talk through why it works so well and how it can actually help you get uh, better margins overall from your work. Uh, but it is a bit of a mind bend, and I know if you're listening straight out, you're like, yeah, yeah, but my work's different, or what happens if this goes wrong, I could lose money on that job, and, and uh, that's often what stops people actually getting into this, is a bit of fear and uh, uncertainty as well, so we definitely want to uh, bust through that today as well. Yeah, 100%, should be a good one. Uh, I'm sure you have a story to kick us off. Well, I, I guess it's uh, two stories. Uh, one of our longtime members, uh, Brad Martin, actually appeared on the podcast a while ago. Um, he started giving fixed prices just over the phone. Like he just made up, you know, he'd people ringing up. He's an electrician ringing up for a uh, you know PowerPoint or an extractor fan in the bathroom or whatever it was, and uh, he just started giving some prices over the phone. He's like he kind of knew what it was and he added a bit extra, and you know within two two weeks he had uh, ten fixed prices sorted out. So it's it's not that hard to do necessarily, but there is a little bit of um, science and thinking and actually psychology that goes behind it. Uh, mm. And, and to think about it in another way, like we, we've recently built a house, uh, built a new house for the family, which has been amazing. We went from a real little house uh, where we had three kids in one bedroom to a bigger house where they all have their own bedroom, which is great. And I feel very grateful. But, uh, you know, when we started out on that process, there's no way we weren't going to have 
a price for that. Like you can't build a house and not know what the price is going to be. First off, you can't get finance from the bank. You don't mm. know how you know how big the checkbook needs to be, and it's it's kind of open ended, which no one really wants when building a house. And same sort of thing applies for for most types of work. You know, when you have a service provider or a contractor come to your home, you kind of want to know what you're up for. 100%. So and I think it's not just in your home either. It's whenever you're working with anybody, right? Like even in a business-to-business situation, um, yeah, it's really hard. If I'm the general contractor, it's hard for me to price my work when I don't know what my subcontractors are going to cost and I'm trying to make a cut on their work and I'm trying to give a price to the, the homeowner or whoever we're doing the work for. And if I don't know any kind of indication of what it's going to cost from my subbies, then how do I price my work? You know, how do I price it all into one package? It just gets really complicated. It's hard. It does. And, and if you think about, uh, you know, when we go and do service work or maintenance work, um, do some small installations, it's kind of odd that you don't have a fixed price that you give, you know, your clients. This is assuming you haven't gone and quoted or put a bid together, uh, which is a fixed price. Mm. But this is more about, you know, not having to do it every time you've got something actually there that you can do uh, on the roll. Mm. Uh, it's kind of odd to expect someone to, you know, use you without them knowing what they're up for. So well, there's not really any other industry that's like that, right? Like, I mean, not really. imagine you turn up to the to a retail outlet. You go to buy a pair of shoes and you say, hey, how much are these Nikes? And uh retail assistant says, hmm, why don't you wear them for a month and, um, you know, then I'll send you a bill depending on, how often you wear them and, and how they wear and whether or not the sole is, is wearing on one side. And, and, you know, I'll figure out how much they cost later. Would you take the Nikes? Exactly. It's, it is, it's kind of weird. You, like you said, you don't go to a retail shop this without the price stickers. You look at that stuff before you buy. So yeah, uh, that's a really important part of the psychology that we want to dig into with the fixed pricing. And guarantee you listen to this episode by the end of it, you'll think really differently about this. It's going to make you some money. Yeah, 100%. And there'll be people that are thinking right now, yeah, but it's not like a retail shop because, you know, the amount of hours that I'm going to need to use or the amount of materials I need to use, it might change, it might vary, and just just hold that thought. We're going to get to it. 100%. Uh, we understand it's different, but there are some really key psychological um, you know, factors here which actually do make quite a lot of similarities with that situation, and that's what we're going to bust right open. So For sure. So let's get into some problems, mate. Like what happens if uh, if we don't have fixed pricing or any kind of indications? Yeah, I think the first thing is you, you can actually get complaints uh, about the invoices that you send out because your clients are surprised by the amount uh, that you charge for the job. Like mm. they, they didn't have a clue of what it would be at the get-go and then they get the invoice after the job is done and they're like, ah, oh, flip an egg. Like this is way more than I thought. And, mm. you know, that, that leads to frustration and maybe some difficulty in getting paid or complaints or, or whatever it is. Yep, 100%. Second thing is you're always uh, always pricing work. Now, even if you if you don't price it in front, you have to price it when you write the invoice. Yeah, 100%. So you've got to figure out how long it took and what materials you used and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a, there's a huge pricing overhead going on. Well, rather and, than tweaking something, you're starting from scratch every time. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. it's just going to take longer. Exactly. And uh, for a lot of, you know, other jobs that uh, you can have fixed pricing for that you might otherwise go and quote or mm. actually visit uh, visit the, the client for, you can chop a lot of that out by having some fixed pricing around that. And it takes away that, that constant pricing overhead, which I'm going to be honest, most people don't realise how much time that takes, a mm. massive amount of time. And you're not going to win all those quotes either, so a lot of it's wasted time. Yeah. You get problems getting paid. 
yep. uh, because people are frustrated or they drag things out. Yep. I think uh, that's a that's a definite issue as well. And, and you don't, I reckon you lose out on some margin as well, which which we're going to talk about. Totally. And I think like one other thing to add there as well is, you know, we talk about you can get complaints because the, you know, your client ends up surprised with the invoice. You can also just get complaints because it takes time. Um, you know, like, I mean, personally, I had some electrical work done at my house a while ago. Uh, and honestly, what happened was, I had a rough idea of what I thought it would cost. I mean, I do have some experience mm-hmm. in this in this industry. So I was like, yeah, cool. Like, I think it'll cost about this much money. Um, and I said to the guy, hey, look, just do it, do and charge. You know, just charge up. You know, I, I don't mind what it costs, mate. I'll just pay. Um, and I probably shouldn't have said that because what ended up happening was he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, you know, feels good for it. It'll, you know, just charge him whatever. And then I ended up actually not getting invoice for that for about five weeks after the job was completed, which separate issue. Um, but the real hard thing was I'm sitting there the whole time with this money put to the side that I was like, cool, like don't spend that because that's, um, that's got to pay for the electrical work, but I actually didn't know how much I needed. And so I'm sitting there with this money burning a hole in my pocket thinking, is it a thousand bucks? Is it 800? Is it 1200? I don't know. Like, and so I'm just sitting there with this money and it was actually, it made me really anxious. I was like, don't touch the money. What if I need it? What if it's more, you know, um, which was actually a frustrating thing as, as a client as well to not have some kind of at least indication of it'll be about this much because how do you know what to put aside? 100%. And look, I, I mean, I could help you with that. You could give the money to me. I'll look after it for you. I'm pretty yeah. good with that sort of thing. That requires a level of trust. And I just, uh, yeah. Bro, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold, man. <laughs> no, just kidding, man. So, well, hey, what if we do a fixed pricing? There's a lot to gain here, right? Well, I think the first thing which uh, you may not really think about as the first thing is that you actually provide an amazing service to your clients because you can give them a price and then you can give them certainty and that's huge yeah uh, and that's actually really valuable and we're going to dig into that so that's the first thing you can price once and you can reuse those prices forever and that saves you so much time when you're doing your pricing or your bids or your quotes so yep. just save a massive amount of time yeah uh, you get more people saying yes to your quotes because they're quick and yep. we're going to talk about that and you're going to have less trouble getting paid guaranteed uh, 100%. And, and we'll explain a little bit the psychology behind that as well, but uh, it's going to improve your cash flow. Yeah, that's right. And it's just a better experience overall for, for your client, for you, for everybody. I mean, again, I think about you know that story I'm telling you with the electrical work. If that same uh, if that same invoice had come, it actually ended up being about $300 less than I thought it would be, um, which is interesting because probably what he was taking time with was figuring out exactly how much it should cost. But if he'd just thrown a whole bunch on the top, I was actually fine with that price. I would have just paid it immediately and I would have been happier for the experience because I didn't have to worry um, about what it was going to cost. So, I mean, better for him, better for me. Um, yeah, nothing to lose really. 100%. So, yeah. So how do we do this? Well, I didn't talk about the psychology of, of billing and payment and getting paid for a start. So when you... When you do time and materials, or time and terror, as I call it sometimes, which is you know, essentially you do the job, uh, then you figure out how many hours it took, and you, what materials you used, and was any other costs that you need to pass on, and then with your with your labour, you add on your markup. So you have your labour charge out, and you've got your materials, and you put your markup on, and you send the invoice out. Mm. Okay, so typically what happens with that is that can take a few days, uh, you get it out, and maybe you know, you're getting paid a week later or two weeks later, you should make it as close as possible as you can but often that time stretches out yeah and so here's the thing when you when someone gets you in to work on a job uh, in their house or their business or whatever it is they've got a problem they've got pain right then Mm. and if you can give them a fixed price then you can get paid straight away 
like yep. on completion. That's the ideal. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And when you do that, uh, you're asking them to pay at the same time as they're experiencing the benefit or the euphoria, if you like, of getting the problem solved. Yeah, totally. This is really powerful, really mm. important psychology. So you give them a fixed price to know what they're up for, and then you get paid when it's done, and they're in like that honeymoon period of this is great, uh, problem's gone away, I'm feeling great about this. So they're associating your uh, service with you know benefit and pleasure, if you like, or yep. you know removal of pain, which is kind of like mm. the same thing as pleasure in this situation. Yeah. The trick comes with when you do time and materials, if payment is then due sometime after the fact, mm. the, the pleasure, the experience of getting rid of the problem has gone. Yeah. And it's all pain. It's like, oh, I have to pay now? Yeah, that's uh, right. And, and that, that's a completely different sort of psychological setup. So, so that's important. Well, there's a dissociation, right? That's there's right. a dissociation between, you know, sure, when I'm getting it done, there's, there's the pain I'm in trying to solve my problem. Uh, and there's also going to be the pain of payment, but they kind of roll into one. If I, as long as I can pay and have that that payment, you know, go out, that actually eases the pain of having to pay. At the same time as I ease the pain of the problem I initially had, and it all kind of feels like one. But if they're separated, then initially I have my pain that I'm in with the problem. The problem gets solved. I'm out of that pain. I feel good. I recover from that, and now I have a brand new pain That's of right. payment, which is dissociated. And instead, I now look at the payment as. Oh, I've got to pay for that now. Where am I going to get the money from? And, and they associate pain uh, or you know potential unhappiness with with your uh, business, which is not what we want. Yeah, so rather than the initial yeah, problem, the, the, than the problem that you solved. Uh, mm. And the thing about fixed pricing is, it allows you to get payment straight away. And if you are running a fixed pricing system, you should be getting payment on completion. Yeah, uh, because why? Why wouldn't you? It's why not? Yeah. And, and okay, look, occasionally that may be slightly difficult with a business-to-business setup if you're on business yeah, terms. sure. Uh, but in general, uh, you know, wherever possible, you get payment on completion. Yeah, and if you're working for homeowners, honestly, they have the money before they commission the work. Like, nobody is like, hey, I'm going to get a $20,000, you know, little renovation here or fix-up job there, and um, and I'm going to get that done and get the tradie to start working on it now. I have no money. I'll figure that out somehow in the next couple of weeks. No one does that. They have the money first. And then they get you to do the work, and the money's sitting in their bank account, burning a hole in their pocket. Well, that's true, and also with with having a fixed price, they know what they're up for, uh, so that that's important. And you tell them that payments required on completion. That's part yeah. of the inquiry process, and that's a whole different kettle of fish. I think we've done a podcast on the inquiry uh, yeah. process, so go and check that out. But it's important to remember that you know homeowners are not businesses; they're not waiting on their cash cycle to come back around, or waiting for a couple of jobs to come in or be invoiced, so that then they can have the cash to pay your invoice. They, they have the money. They have it right there and then. So you might as well get it now. And um, and this is all part of it is, yep. is if you can provide that price, you can get it sooner. Yep. And and I think the, the thing that is important to understand with, with fixed pricing and having a price book where you can actually go out on site, out into the field, and tell someone, yep, you know, change this ballcock. This is how much it's going to be right then and there. Or mm. put an extractor fan in. This is how much it's going to be. Or an incinerator or whatever it is. Mm. Um it's a great way to provide value because you are giving a price up front. Yeah. And so they know what they're up for. And there is tremendous value in that. Like certainty is important. And as yeah. we said, most other businesses operate like this. I don't know why in, in uh, service contractors we don't. It's kind of weird in a way. Yeah. And otherwise, if you don't do that, your clients are left with basically how much is this going to cost? It's like a blank check. And certainty is you know, is value. And I think it's important that we all get that through our heads. If we can provide certainty, that is value. That is value that we can charge for. 
as mm, well. 100%. And I think like with this, you know, if, if anyone's worried about, oh, but if I give a fixed price, put a little bit of extra fat in it, you know, just in case things go wrong, which we'll tackle in a minute. Um, I think the thing is you can worry, oh, but what if I'm pricing myself out against other guys? But the fact is, you know, if you're getting an inquiry, um, if they are shopping around, it's probably going to go like this. Hey, I want an extractor fan put in. And you're like, cool, it'll be about this much money. And then they call the next person, I want an extractor fan put in. And the person goes, cool, we'll come out and have a look. And then the next person will come out and have a look. Next person will come out and, you know, quote the job. Um, the only person that gave them any indication of the price is you. So in that case, they're probably just going to go with it. They'll take it as gospel. And with the other people now, they have to jump through a hoop of taking time off work to be at home so that you can meet them there, quote the job, take more time to wait for that quote, do that against multiple people. I mean, they're not going to go through all of those hoops and and trials and tribulations and waiting and taking time off work when they know the price. You told it to them. And now it's a decision about whether I want the thing or not. So actually, like, yeah, you've got nothing to lose. Well, the key thing is here, when you are able to give people certainty on price and you've got it mapped out, you can get the, the money in your bank account often before a lot of people can even get to site to quote the job. That's right. Uh, that is amazing service. And I've yeah. se- we've seen this with our members. You know, we work with thousands of people. Speed and certainty is incredible. And at that point, people don't shop around. They don't even look at the other people. They don't even get someone to cite to quote the job because the job is being done right now. That's right. And, and they're solving their problem. So they're happy. They're, why would they keep shopping around at that point? It would be a waste of their own time. And people don't like wasting their own time. 100%. So, now, there's a, there's a whole bunch more to this, uh, which we're not going to go into in a big deal today. But you know, when, when you get inqu- inquiries come through, uh, you, know, you, you do need to charge a service fee to, to actually go to the job. Mm. Uh, and you tell the clients that over the phone, and we've, like I said, we dealt with that in the inquiry process uh, episode we did a while ago. So you're already at site. Uh, you've already been paid to turn up and to quote the job. Then you've got the fixed price book, uh, and if you're there and they've paid you, agreed to your service fee, they're going to do the job with you anyhow. 100%. 100%. Uh, you're just there. It's, it's a no-brainer. So. so I suppose the next thing is people are going to be wondering, like, what if they undercook the fixed price? So you're making your fixed prices. What if I undercook it? What if I've made them... You know, too skinny in my margins. Yeah, and um, look, that's going to happen sometimes. Sometimes it will go south and, you know, you're going to get a bit of a toweling up. You're going to be on the losing end. But uh, there's a way to deal with that. So what you want to do is you you want to create the price once with all the details, all the items in, in, in the job. Mm. Uh, use a high hourly rate. So use a much higher charge-out rate than you normally use for your time and materials invoices. So if you're charging, let's say, $100 uh, per hour, charge $115 for your fixed price. Use that yeah. as the as the benchmark. And then add in a margin for error 100%. with each fixed price. Yeah. So what that means is then you have another 10% on top of that uh, fixed price, and that is what we call the insurance policy. Yeah. So every time you do a job, you're taking a little extra cut, because the one out of 10 that goes south, that's where you, you draw back on the insurance policy. So you, you're actually putting some fat in the system because sometimes it will go south and you're like, okay, that's fine. Uh, the other jobs I've done have worked well. This one, you know, there's a bit of stuff that we couldn't quite see and there was, you know, the wall wasn't quite right or there's a nog in the way, whatever. You, you just like work with that. Yep. But you know that on the other jobs, you've, you've worked it out and you're, you know, you're still winning overall. That's, the, that's how you do it. So you, you do need to charge more and you'll be able to uh, get the jobs at more because of the certainty and the value and all the things we've talked about. But then you can collect on the job that goes south. Yeah, that's right. Which means that if one goes wrong, it's okay. 
because you know you've already made up for that in the, in the other jobs and it'll be seldom you know it's not if every second job is wildly different to your fixed price your fixed price needs changing that's right that's it yep. you might need uh, more variables so you have more different types of fixed prices or you might just need to add more fat into your fixed pricing system so that you can make up for the fact that actually you know one out of two times that i do this job it ends up more expensive than i thought yeah so that's a problem with that's your fixed a problem price. with your fixed price, not not, the, not, not the with the system. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's important to to note. Um, and so the big thing is question I guess fillers people have is well look my jobs are too different they're all different now how how am I actually going to create fixed prices for all these different types of jobs that I do? Well, there's a few things to that, right? I mean, maybe don't do quite so many jobs. That might be one thing because <laughs> that that's challenging. But you know that that's an different aside, different story. Different yeah. story. Yeah. Um, few things here. Eighty twenty rule. For, for a start, so you know, 20% of the work you do, 20% of the type of jobs will be 80% of the work you do. Like, yeah. there's a lot of repeat jobs. Yeah, in any, 100%. You know, in most businesses. Uh, yeah. You might be slightly different, but general rule, you know, a lot of the jobs are the same. Yeah. And so and you start with, start with those, right? And there's obviously, so just to make that real clear, uh, for anyone that didn't quite catch it, 20% of the types of jobs that you do will make up 80% of the volume yeah. of your schedule. And so that means that the other 80% of all different kind of niche jobs that you can do, little variables and stuff, probably is only about 20% of your total workflow. So what we're getting at here is that, you know, you can utilize that 80-20 rule to start with that top 20%. And if you have fixed prices for that, you've saved 80% of your Mucking pricing around. time. That's right. So, so that's that's huge. And, and just to give you a flavor of, you know, how far you can go with this, it's not just, you know, put a double PowerPoint in uh, or you know, put a uh, a new faucet in, that, they're pretty easy things to do a fixed price for and you should 100% have that. And maybe you've, for faucets or taps, you've got two or three fixed prices for different types of taps or faucets. Yeah. Pretty simple. That's right. But let's say for drainage, you know, you can have block drain, you could have a block drain dig under three metres of grass mm. as a fixed price or a block drain dig under three metres of concrete. Yeah. Or six metres under grass or six metres under concrete. So you can really... Uh, you know, use your imagination for what fixed prices you end up creating. 100%. And as far as where to start, I mean, just go to your schedule, look at what type of work's there, and just say, hey, what's popping up all the time? And start with that. You know, easiest way to eat an elephant's one bite at a time. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening to us thinking, wow, I mean, I'd love to create that, but geez, who has the time? I'm like, cool, so just start with your most common type of work, then move on to the next most common, next most common, and you'll chip away at this over time. But you'll find that once you've uh, made a fixed price for 10, 15 different types of work or different types of job, um, you've actually made a real good dent because that'll be your most common stuff, like we said. Well, and the good news is now you've saved some time because you don't have to keep pricing that work. You've got more time to do more prices. That's right. Happy days. Yeah, so it's a compounding effect, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's a real important place as far as where do we start. Um so, I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff that we really should talk about here. I think some really important yep. points. Um, so I think in this case, like one thing is that you do actually have to price jobs anyway when you do the invoice up. So as far as the time saving here, I mean, you are actually making these fixed prices constantly. Um, Every time you, you do just, an invoice. Yeah, you just make the same one again and again and again. So, uh, you know, if you're worried about that time, I think that's an important point. 100%. And you know, you've got to price the job anyway, as you said, so when, when you do the invoice. Uh, another thing that you may not have thought of is, you know, if people get a fixed price, then they don't care who shows up to do it. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you could show up with one of your tradespeople and an apprentice. Yeah. If you do a time and materials invoice and there's time on it for the uh, 
for the tradesperson or the technician and the apprentice. How often do you get a client saying, oh, the apprentice just stood there like watching? Yeah, 100%. Well, that's like, you know, uh, it's a bit unreasonable because how else are you going to train people? But you have a fixed price. It's like, well, that's that's your problem, not their problem. So that's that's cool. Uh, I think you, you want to make sure with this that you have some good systems. So you want to make sure that uh, the materials coming through from your merchant that you have, uh, you know, updating material costs. Yeah, uh, and you should do this anyhow. And I, it's amazing how many of the people we work with is they haven't updated their their supplier bill, like their their merchant yeah. pricing. Yeah, uh, which you know, frankly, these days goes up every like seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, so you want to make sure that you've got automatic updates coming into your system so that that can flow through to your price book because you could you know get your margins eaten out there real quick. So that's important. That's huge. And the last thing is is huge. This is this is absolutely critical. This is what brings it all together is back costing. Yeah. So you got the fixed price, which is great, winning, smash the prices out, get the jobs done, get paid. But it is absolutely critical you go back and actually cost the jobs that you've done to see how they're tracking. Yeah. That way you can see, well, actually this particular type of job, it just keeps running over on hours. We're not really hitting the margin that we aim for. And that means you've got a problem with your fixed price. So yeah. you need to adjust it or make another fixed price, maybe split one into two. Yeah, there might be a variable that pops up often, in which yep. case you have a variable to your fixed price you're making. And I think like this really feeds into something here, which is people will say, oh, I can't have a fixed price for everything. Some things have a lot of variables, right? For example, if we're doing a you know bathroom renovation, it's like, yeah, cool, there's a lot of stuff that's pretty straightforward, but also like, is it a freestanding bath and I'm going to need to drill through concrete, yep. you know? Um, is it the kind of thing where... I have three different types of vanities or, you know, there's might be 20 types of vanity choices uh, in, in my little book from my supplier. Um, there might be, you know, a hundred different types of shower and that's where what you can do is that you can start off with a pre-build. So, you know, in your job management software or, or whatever you're using, where, you know, just pick a few options rather than having 20 different showers they can pick from, just pick three. Hey, here's the budget, here's the medium and here's the Rolls Royce. Now, same for vanities. Here's the budget, the medium, the Rolls Royce. For baths, budget, medium, Rolls Royce. A lot of behind-the-wall stuff it can be standard, right? I mean, like, no one sees it anyway. I'm not choosing exactly what you know type of piping I want. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you have a few options, you have them in a pre-build, then all you need to do is say, here's your options. They choose one, and that's the one you keep in the in the template. Yeah, that, that's perfect. That's, and the pre-builds uh, can have all the materials, uh, and the labour components behind that, you know, for example, if it's a freestanding vanity, you, you know what, you know, goes into that for labour and materials. And so, okay, you may not be able to do uh, a fixed price for the whole bathroom right off the bat. That's probably not reasonable. Yeah, exactly. But you, you've got maybe six or seven components that you just pick out and it allows you to put that price together, you know, super quick. That's right. And if you keep if you keep the choices to to a lower number, I think that's really the key in making those pre-builds work because like I said, if you if it's like, hey, choose your vanity here and I've got 20 choices, it's really hard to pick and it's really hard for me to make those pre-builds because there could be different variables with each option. 100%. But if I've got three vanities you can pick from, then it's like, cool, Like I can have a pre-build for whatever's going to be required for each one of those vanities and I just literally select which one I want, bang, that bit's done, move on to the next part. People really only want to pick their front of wall fixtures anyway. So, um. Yeah, I mean, there's actually not that much stuff to choose between, right? As so long you as build, you keep you, it simple. Yeah, you build the system so that it works for you, mm. give the client some choice, but also make it, you know, uh, quickly and speedily implementable. Is that a word even? 
Yeah, I think implementable is a word. If it's not, we'll make it a yeah, word. Yeah, make it a word. Yeah, yeah. We can use that. It's a big word. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get the picture, right? Yeah, um, 100%. Super, super uh, helpful. So the point is this is doable yep. regardless of the type yep. of work. So should we recap how to actually put this together? Because yeah. there's a couple of steps, right? Yeah, I think the first the first thing if you're listening and you're excited by this, number one, you should be because it's killer. And mm-hmm. number two is make a list of the top 10 most common jobs. That's your starting point. So just write down the top 10 most common jobs. Get three previous invoices as the starting point. Yep. Simple as that. So three previous invoices. So you've basically got the the components of the fixed price there. Yep. Uh, build out the price with all the material and labour components. Yep. Use a higher hourly rate than you normally do at charge it. Maybe ten or fifteen dollars higher. Yep. Add five to ten percent contingency on the top. Yep. Boom. You got your fixed price. It's done. Hundred percent. Start using it and then start back costing it to check that it's you know it's on point. Yep. Simple and then you're away. On to on to better profits. Thing. That's right. I think I just want to say one last little sign-off thing here, which is that there's another spin-off effect of this, which actually makes it way easier to train your staff as well. Because if I've got a fixed formula for this is how we do our top 10 most common jobs, this is what's involved, this is how long it should take, blah, blah, blah. Then like the, the staff can get really used to that formula and you can train that formula really well and you're going to get actually higher efficiencies in the end anyway. Because um, there's no variables, there's no thinking. Uh, you can systemize that process because you've systemized the pricing, you know what's involved, you can systemize the process as well, which is also a great spin off. 100%, man. You're a smart man. Yeah, I like to think sometimes. That's good. <laughs> should we land this plane? We should. So, creating a price book is uh, that you can use will save you hours and allow you to charge higher prices. It's going to eliminate invoicing complaints and mean that you convert more inquiries and you provide great customer service. It's a bit of a no brainer. It's just going to take a little bit of work up front. But you've got to do that work anyway if you do the invoice later. So it's time to get busy on your price book. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading. And it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trady in the YouTube search bar. Or four, Book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.